Good morning. This is Around Town with Amy Brown. Longtime listeners may recall some of our interviews over the years with Naomi Shalit and John Christie, veteran journalists and founders of the Maine Center for Public Interest Reporting. Since their retirement a few years back, the Maine Monitor has continued to support in-depth investigative reporting. Their newsroom mission is, quote, to deliver fearless, independent, citizen-supported, nonpartisan journalism that informs Mainers about the issues impacting our state and inspires them to take action. Through investigative and in-depth stories, we engage listeners to participate and connect to create a better Maine, end quote. From time to time, we'll be checking in with their reporters here on Around Town so they can let you know what they are working on. Samantha Hogan focuses on government accountability projects for the Maine Monitor. Samantha was named the 2021 Maine Journalist of the Year by the Maine Press Association and spent 2020 reporting on Maine's court system through the ProPublica Local Reporting Network. Her reporting on county jails, recording and listening to attorney-client phone calls, won the Silver Gavel Award from the Maine Bar Association and was also a semifinalist for the Goldsmith Prize for Investigative Reporting in 2023. Samantha previously worked for the Frederick News Post and interned twice for the Washington Post. Most recently, she's been writing about the problems with the probate court system here in Maine. I'm Samantha Hogan, and I'm an investigative reporter with the Maine Monitor. And I've been looking at the probate court system here in Maine for the past year. And it's a system that's in charge of many very important tasks. It oversees guardianships and conservatorships of adults and children, some of who have intellectual disabilities, some who are very elderly and might be dealing with dementia. It also oversees all the estates. Uh, So after a loved one passes, how is their money and estate distributed amongst family members and other beneficiaries? And the article that we published on Sunday really dived into the financial side of this. And what it boils down to is that these county-run probate courts don't have enough staff to manage all of the cases that they're being asked to monitor. And also, they haven't been able to set up systems that would detect fraud or theft. And so I reached out to Minnesota, which a decade ago led the country when it set up a conservator auditing program. And the woman that runs that office explained to me that it's not like the IRS. Their conservators know that they're going to be audited because they have a very robust program that's in place, which requires them to report transaction level details about how an individual's money is being spent when they're under conservatorship. And so that might be cars that are purchased when the person doesn't have a license. That might be large and frequent gifts of money to family members. And those would all be red flags, which then the team would dig into deeper and see if there's a concern that there's going to be a loss from that account. I also spoke with Florida, who goes a step further, and they actually employ investigators who go out and check that guardians are caring for the person that's in their care the way that they have described on paper. And so Maine doesn't have any of this, despite the fact that there have been instances where either family members, conservators, or trusted lawyers in a couple of cases have taken money from very vulnerable people. The mainmonitor.org is completely free online with no paywall website. We're committed to doing investigative and in-depth reporting on the probate courts. Our complete series is online. And also, I think it's just really important to have conversations with your family members. I mean, these are very personal decisions to be making. To have a parent or a sibling who is in need of extra support through guardianship or conservatorship, 
or just preparing for when a parent dies. How are you going to execute that will and make sure that their final wishes are being protected? So that might mean reaching out to an estate lawyer, that might be reading our series on the probate courts, that might be speaking just with your family and having those hard and emotional conversations about what you're going to do next. That was investigative journalist Samantha Hogan. You can find her work in the Maine Monitor at themainmonitor.org. On this day in Maine, 100 years ago, December 6, 1923, the city of Portland was dealing with challenges to tallying the votes in recent municipal elections, in which several candidates were openly members of the KKK. It appeared that at least one of them, a candidate for school committee, had won. For Round Town, I'm Amy Brown. You can reach me at news at weru.org. Thanks for listening. <music>